Hi, everybody. I'm Jake. I'm Sarah. And this is We, we Trust, Trust the, the process. process. Not the podsess, which is what we always want to say. It's such a hard name to say. Process. P-R-O-C-E-S-S. Process. That's funny that you mentioned a spelling bee because this week we had blimps, spelling bees, and confrontations. Com- and racism. And racism. Great. Oh, my. <laughs> and quirks, quirks, quirks. <laughs> but no copper. That's Never. really what this show needs. Where'd he go? I, I mean, I don't think he came to South Carolina with, with Rachel. Why not? He flew from Texas to LA. He needs, like, companionship. And I need him on the show <laughs> to balance out all this terrible stuff that's happening. Mostly you need him. <laughs> so this week started with the continuation of last week, and this week being week four. Week four. There was no Bachelorette last week because there was basketball. Basketball. Uh, That surprised us. Somebody went, yeah, we turned it on and Jimmy Kimmel was on. And we're like, oh, maybe it's like one of those episodes where they're on Jimmy Kimmel. But it worked out well because we took the opportunity to get our podcast onto the interwebs. To get it live. So you may have heard of us already, but if not, uh, go back and listen at least to our teaser. And then... Or not. Or not. Or just get caught up. Just do what you want to do. Jump in feet first. Just live your life. Keep it 100. (laughs) <laughs> we're we're on twitter we are we've tweeted a couple times we have one follower one follower it's tazos shout out to tazos hey tazos. he almost immediately started following he us. made us feel so special yeah and then that's been it so if you hear this please follow us too everybody else if you want to we'll we'll tweet only interesting things we're not gonna just spam you with stuff what are we we're at we trust t process Trust T, just the letter T, not like the beverage or the thing you hit golf balls off of. <laughs> Basically, there's a character limit that's too longer than the name of our podcast. <laughs> Curses. Curses. Okay, so we'll get into week four now. Yeah. All right, let's jump How'd right we in. kick it off? We got to the rose ceremony. The we- rose ceremony? Sorry. I mean that I mean, yeah, eventually, eventually, but yeah, well, like, yeah, we were at the that we were at the party, the cocktail party, yeah, yeah, not quite the rose. Were you sleeping yet. for the first like hour of the show? <laughs> no, they only talked about the rose ceremony and cocktail party for about twenty minutes to a half hour. Felt like a long time. <laughs> so we jumped back into the Iggy Eric Lee drama. It seems like Eric just wants people to leave him alone and stop being mean. Which seems reasonable. Yeah, I I want that for him as well. Because Lee is a terrible person. Yeah. And is just creating problems on purpose. Iggy, I don't know. Iggy is just like so misguided. He wants to help Rachel by bringing problems to her attention. But then he immediately goes and tells the guys... I think partially he's trying to be Rachel's spirit guide and priming all the guys to be better in a relationship with her. Because all he does is talks about, oh, well, so-and-so said this, and there's been all this fighting between these people, and blah, blah, blah. And it's been (laughs) kind of silly to me. Yeah, me too. They cut to Jonathan having his one-on-one time, and I noted that he had regular hands. (laughs) No giant hands this week. No tickling. I expect more from you, Jonathan. Maybe he'll step up his tickling next week. Yeah. Yeah, so there was just, I mean, a lot of contention still left over from last week where Lee's not willing to make peace with Eric and then just interrupting Kenny and 
being a, a general terrible human being. Yeah, he I he's an instigator. Uh, I think somebody called him, but then I wrote condescending asshole because <laughs> I think that's more reasonable. So Lee cuts in on Kenny's one-on-one time with Rachel, and he's already talked to Rachel, so he's coming back. For seconds. And Kenny was like, yeah, man, just like give me 60 seconds, but Lee heard it as 16 seconds, and then we see Lee off on the side counting to 16, and Kenny or Lee cuts back in, and Kenny looks at the camera like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what? Whatever, dude. So then Lee uh, brings out his grandfather's knife to show Rachel, which is weird. And showed his carving that he made, which is pretty bad. That was terrible. So he carved the word enchanting, and I wrote, like a Cub Scout, (laughs) like, who got his first pocket knife. It looked horrible. Didn't even have his carving badge yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, and he wouldn't get it for that. Then we cut over to Jack Dean and Brady, who are saying that everybody has their quarks or quirks. <laughs> or and then it just quark. went off into this thing about quirks, quarks, quirks. <laughs> the highlight of the episode for me, I think. <laughs> More of that, please, producers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then while this was happening, too, Dean was started talking about Lee to the, to the producers yeah. and... I mean, he's like, I think Lee's a fucking moron. Yeah. He's a bitch. And he's intolerant. And the producer's like, what do you mean? And Dean's like, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. And they do. And so do you want to talk about this? Yeah, let's talk about it. So uh, we didn't get into it last week. I wasn't sure really how much to pull in from the outside world about what we know. But I think we just need to talk about it. So Lee posted stuff on Twitter prior to coming on the show, I guess a a little ways back, but is an an ardent Trump supporter, Mm -hmm. uh, has posted racist things, has posted sexist things. Yeah, and it's just a lot. uh, To the point where the producers have to have known that he was saying this stuff before he came on the show. So to me, it just seems like the reason he's on the show is to cause problems. Yeah, and I think... That really pisses me off. Absolutely. Um, like, we already know that there's going to be issues naturally just because people are ignorant, you know, maybe to different levels. Mm-hmm. But to specifically put someone on the show that you know is going to be a racist, I just don't I, I don't care for it. I think that it's unfair to the guys that are on the show that are, you know, put intentionally being targeted mm-hmm. yeah it's just gross to me it makes yeah. me like the show a little bit less definitely i can get past all of like the stupid like "ooh, it's time to take your shirts off guys like i have my limits with that stuff but i can see past it because whatever that's a little well, that's what we've come to expect exactly like i i come to the show expecting sexism <laughs> And that's the thing that I'm ready to get upset about watching the show. But, you know, I I don't come to the show wanting racists in action. Right. And just being... On purpose. Like, yeah. set up by the people who set up the show. Yeah. I mean, like, again, there's no way they didn't screen everybody's Twitter accounts before they came no, on. No, they absolutely know. And I think... So, I mean, I want this podcast to be funny. And I think that's why it's, like, it's hard. Um... Because there are serious issues, and I don't want it to seem like we don't care. 
because like I really care. Right. Um, <laughs> like I care more than I should. Maybe I to don't the, know to the point where it overconsumes parts of our lives <laughs> with just being burdened by this stuff all the time. But so we do care. We still want to have fun. Yeah. So we're gonna. And we hope that you want to have fun too. I don't know. <laughs> like, let's. I don't know. It makes it hard to figure out how to do this right. So we're trying to find a good balance between bringing up important issues like that and keeping it a little lighthearted when the show's lighthearted. Yeah. It just seemed like this episode was really heavy on the not lighthearted. Yeah, I mean, it starts with it, it ends with it. It's yeah. like in the middle. It's it just doesn't everywhere. Let, it doesn't let you go. And then in, yeah. in the middle, when you're checking your phone and looking at <laughs> the news, you're seeing more stuff. Yeah. Non-show related, but just other racist, terrible things happening. So, yeah, yeah let's let's like laugh for a little bit. Yeah. Brian has some time with, with Rachel, and th- that's pretty good. Like, he doesn't talk about anybody else in the house. Like, it... I like that he just has conversations with her about them. Yeah, he's really present and doing a good job at ignoring the stuff that's going on. Yeah. But I wrote down that he's trying really hard to be the next Bachelor. Like, that's what it feels like you to think me. So? Yeah, it seems so insincere. And Rachel said something. She said that, you know, she thinks that he is too good to be true. Like, he's too charming. And that's what, like, he seems like he's just laying it on thick. Mm-hmm. And he might be like that as a person, but... And she asked, you know, well, what what makes you weak? You. And, you know, it's like she's trying to get past that and, like, have a deeper conversation. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's just so set on their relationship with, where they haven't actually built the foundation. Right. He's like, you're my future. And it's like, well, she's just she just said that she thinks that you're, <laughs> like, too good to be true. So let's do a little bit of honest talk here. Maybe talk about whether you like to do angry house cleaning. <laughs> It came up later. Man, I wish I liked to do angry house that's, cleaning. I that, I also wish that you liked to do angry house cleaning. No, Me. you never really get angry, though, so it would never happen. Oh, yeah. Well, not angry, but like really, I don't know, like motivated house cleaning, too. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Actually, sometimes I, I do a pretty thorough job of cleaning things. Oh, yeah. No, we're, I think you're a good cleaner. I'm not <laughs> complaining. We share the cleaning. We're just, it's not a priority for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little disorganized. When we have company, we do cleaning. Basically, Rachel starts having a really, really hard time with everything that's going on and just like, it has a little bit of a breakdown in her talk with the prof- or with the producers. And she's just saying that she's really disappointed in all the guys and she's having a a really hard time with the decision she's going to make because of all the pressure she has. Right. She knows she's going to be judged and, you know, and she said like, she has a lot of pressures about being a black woman and you could tell like she didn't want to have to get into it. Like she didn't want to say all the things that she's dealing with Um, because I think she wants, it seems like she wants the show to be about her and her relationships, not about all of these other things, which are definitely there and she's not ignoring, but I think she wants the focus to be on the more traditional bachelorette experience. Right. She wants to be a bachelorette. She doesn't want to just be the black bachelorette. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the guys just were not stepping up this episode or that past week, I guess. Chris Harrison tells her that he can facilitate anything. Anything. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was so hoping for something like amazing. Like, oh, well, I'd like to do. I could really go for like an ice cream cake right now. Yeah. Or like, could we have some llamas? (laughs) Just come in and walk around for a little while. 
lighten up the mood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a really, really heavy ceremony, which is everyone called it heavy. There were quite a few people that said it was heavy. Except that, like, Alex was still wearing that purple tiger stripe suit. Yeah. Alex didn't get any time this episode. And I think that that's part of why it was so heavy. He we does need more th- Alex. We need more Copper. We need more Alex. We need more AJ. We did see AJ this time, though. <laughs> we did, but not a- not enough. I pointed him out to you this time. I know, so I noticed him. Because I would have been taking notes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. were taking notes, and I went, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I hit you a bunch of times. And you're like, oh, my gosh. It's like the Where's Waldo of the episode. So after Chris Harrison offers to facilitate anything, Rachel decides to go straight to the rose ceremony. And Rachel comes out in her rattling dress. Did you notice that? <laughs> it made so much it was noise. very noisy. <laughs> and she looked so sad, though. And She was just looking down at the ground when she came out. Yeah, like just not excited to do this rose ceremony or to keep any of these guys, it seemed. So she keeps Will, Dean, Jonathan, Peter, Adam, Brian, Matt, Josiah, Jack, Iggy, Kenny, and Lee gets the last rose. And that really bummed me out. I was hoping that it would just be over because I was having lots of anxiety about Lee staying and Kenny getting sent home. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had like elation when Kenny was still in and then Lee got in and it just brought me right back down. Yeah. And then the people that went home, I I don't really, nothing against Bryce and Brady, but I don't know too much about them. But I was really upset that Diggy went home. Yeah, she just must not have had a good connection with Diggy because he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, Diggy was awesome. I don't know. And his fashion was good. Um, He was very nice about leaving. He said that Rachel's an amazing person and he's going to miss Team Rachel. thought that was cute. Mm -hmm. And Rachel makes a toast and asks that uh, hopefully they can leave the negativity and drama behind. Spoiler alert, they don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what are the chances of that happening? There's just so much built up that's not going to go away. So then we head to beautiful Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Yeah, and we see lots of animals. Yeah, there's a bunch of montage of a bunch of animals. We got, like, long-necked birds. We got some turtles. There's a crocodile. Oh, man. Which, quick aside, we saw a crocodile this past weekend. We did. It was an albino crocodile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went to Michigan for a wedding this weekend and we and stopped off at a creature conservancy creature which was conservancy. awesome because we saw an armadillo I, it was the first armadillo i've ever seen that's alive and it was so exciting <laughs> <laughs> the way they scurry do it. google it just just you gotta find it oh my gosh they move so fast and you can't really see their legs moving because they're kind of under the shell and they're amazing yeah it's kind of like a so Roomba much. scurrying around <laughs> it is <laughs> Yeah, we should have just done the podcast this week about our trip to the Creature Conservancy because I have so many stories to tell. We saw a sloth eating. Upside down. Obviously. This little girl near us was like, I didn't know they would eat upside down. It's like, well, what other way are they going to eat? Yeah, they do almost everything upside down. Except poop. Except for pooping. (laughs) We saw a ginormous snapping turtle. It probably would have taken her hand off. It was very big. And a binturon. (gasps) which is a bear cat. Yeah. Coolest thing. It was so little and so cute. And then it had a tail that could like hold it, support itself by like wrapping around some guy's arm. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. I want that job. I want to be the Binturon best friend (laughs) guy that just gets to sit in the room with him and socialize with him. Yeah. So after. Anyway, back to the the podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would be a good date. More more zoo dates, please. Yeah. So Dean gets a one-on-one date, which I was pretty excited about because I felt like that he would be able to kind of take her away from a lot of that garbage that happened the night before. And to he did for the most part. The date card said... Our love is about to take off. Ooh, I wonder what that would mean. So they drive in a Jeep and they have a picnic on the hood of the Jeep, which was awkward because it slopes and (laughs) they couldn't, and all they did was drink champagne. So it's a weird, weird picnic, but cool. So they're just sitting there and a blimp starts approaching. And Rachel tells a story about how when she was a kid, she called them bimps. So she was just like, bimp, bimp, bimp. And Dean gets more and more terrified as the blimp gets closer. He's like, oh no, I'm going to be on that thing, aren't I? <laughs> it lands on one wheel. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know that was a thing. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they get on and Rachel's like, it's literally like riding on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> that flies. It's not a bus at all. Flies. And it lands on one wheel and like everything so far you've seen of this thing, aside from it having seats, <laughs> it's nothing like a bus. Dean looks horrified. Oh, he does not look like he's going to have a good time at all. No. And Rachel's nervous that he's going to puke. He's but... nervous that he's going to puke. <laughs> so what's the solution? Let's have Rachel drive the blimp. That'll make him feel better. <laughs> that would not make me feel better if you, were, you and I were on a date. I'd, I'm not a huge fan of heights. I think I'd be kind of okay, but then it's like, all right, I'm going to get in and Don't worry about it. I got this. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sure. But that really seemed to t- turn things around for him. And eventually, Dean drove the blimp. He was kind of a natural, <laughs> hunkered down in there. <laughs> He's a natural blimp driver. <laughs> I think his co-pilot was doing a lot of the work. So then they moved to the back of the blimp. Where there's like this there's little couch a thing romantic set up. area in the back of the blimp. And they're just sitting there. And they and they kiss. Smooching on a blimp. Smooching on the blimp. I thought it was an interesting kiss. It's hard because I realize I don't know what I look like when I kiss. That's true. We don't usually have the mirror next to us. Usually. Well, we don't have the mirror <laughs> next to us. And I think trying to look in the mirror while kissing would alter the way that you kiss as well. Sure. So maybe we So I don't a... know what I don't know what it would look like, but so it's interesting to try to analyze what they're doing and think about what it would be like. Mm-hmm. Um it, there was a lot of like teeth visible. Like bearing of teeth. Like kind of a gnashing kiss. <laughs> but it also looked nice. So I don't know. Uh, they cut over to the house where the guys go out to the balcony and see the blimp message that Rachel and Dean are on there. And Peter looks so sad. Oh, yeah. Did you see him? Like, all the other guys are like, oh, you know, or whatever. And Peter's just, like, looking at it. Longingly wishing he was there. (laughs) But he's not. So then the guys immediately start going into how Dean is too young. Yeah. That was their, their reaction. Oh, it's not it's not gonna work out because you know he's he's too he's young too young to to get it and um. Well, turns out he's not. So the next date card comes for a group date and there are approximately Wait, hang on. How does the date card arrive? On a little table that's like <laughs> pushed up against the door basically. Do you think the table like walked down the hallway <laughs> and gave it a little knock? <laughs> oh, what's out there? Oh, it's like the... Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> 
again, cartoon edition. the cartoon edition, <laughs> not the live action one that can go to hell. <laughs> We're taking a stand. I've never seen it, but I'm taking a stand on Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so the little table walks up, brings a date card, knocks on the door. Peter grabs it. And Alex, Anthony, Peter, Brian, Jonathan, Adam, Matt, Kenny, Lee, Iggy, Eric, Will, and Josiah are on this gigantic group date. Uh, so basically, everyone but Jack Stone. Yeah, so this, was a, this is a big date. Very big date. And I love this, the part where it got to Iggy and he's like, you know, I really would like to have that one-on-one rose. <laughs> oh yes we know iggy (laughs) you never will though (laughs) and so lee because he's an asshole starts saying immediately there's no shame in going home on a one-on-one there's a lot of pressure on it you know anyone who goes home is still a great guy like trying to psych out jack stone yeah but also just being a douche yeah being the worst Mm -hmm. so cut back to the one-on-one date with Dean. It's nighttime now, and they approach this weeping willow with lights hanging from it. How beautiful. It, so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Where do you find a tree like that? These dates? <laughs> so Rachel starts saying that she's afraid Dean's too young. She must have overheard what was going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, she heard from the blimp. The guys he's, held up a sign. He's too young. <laughs> Did you know he's the youngest one in the house? And then they did the thing that they always do, where Rachel says her parents are still together, and Dean says, wow, that's very rare. And I don't know if it is. Yeah, I, I think that it's just something to kind of... Also, it's not contagious. What's not like, contagious? Oh, yeah, just because your parents stay together doesn't mean that you're going to. Right. Yep. But then they learned that Rachel had a very strict religious growing up, as well as Dean. Yes, who had a very strict religious upbringing along with snowboarding. And dirt biking. Because <laughs> when I think of a strict upbringing, I think of the X Games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but and we it, shouldn't make too many jokes about it because he had a pretty hard life. Well, it seems like he had a really solid upbringing until he was... 15. Yeah, until his mom died of breast cancer, which was super sad. Yeah. And But he was really honest about it. I thought that that was nice that he shared that. But yeah, very sad that it seemed like once his mom died, his siblings all were gone out of the house and his dad wasn't around that much. Yeah, so so he was pretty lonely. For between like... 15 to 18. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Dean. He seems pretty well adjusted. He does. And I think that like that whole, oh, he's so young thing yeah. is bullshit because... It seems like he's had a harder upbringing than most of the people. Well, I mean, we don't know the other people's backgrounds, but you you grow up pretty fast when you have stuff like that happening in your house. He gets a rose. I think that was pretty obvious that that was coming. Yeah, they tried to build suspense, I think, with the him being young thing that like maybe he would go home, but no. Not a chance. Not a chance. Nope. Dean is here to stay. Dean made it up into the the upper echelon of my tiers of bachelors. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you actually think that he would possibly win? I think that he is in the top tier of the guys that would win. Okay. I think he's in the top four or five. I think he'll be around for a while, but I don't see him winning. You don't think so? I don't. That's my prediction. Okay. But I like that you're daring to dream. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he'll be the next bachelor. Maybe. 
Cody has like a one in 20 chance. Yeah. There's certain people that I'm like more excited about watching their season than others, Mm. but we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. I'm not going to start throwing my hat in the ring for anybody. It's too early at this point. Because what if you throw your hat in the ring and then it, the person ends up being like an asshole or something? Then you look like an yeah. Idiot. I don't want I don't want that to happen. But people, I wonder. I I've heard about these fantasy leagues. People do like, like their fantasy, f- yeah, but with the Bachelorette. And mm. I'm curious how that works. Like, do they base it off of the first episode, or do they base it off of like the the little bios that they put online before mm. that even airs? Somebody tell us about it, if you want. Yeah, let us know the rules. I just want to know. I don't want to research it. (laughs) (laughs) I just like when information is handed to me. Because I feel like it would be, you could, I don't know, you could end up being really embarrassed if you, like, picked, like, Lee and Demario. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the biggest tools to (laughs) win. So then our favorite thing happened. I think that I like this more than a private concert. This is a little more awkward to me. This is way more awkward. (laughs) Okay, so like, yeah, I think the private concert is the the least worst because it's still terrible. Mm -hmm. Then a group concert where you are in the crowd and then group concert where you are in the crowd on an elevated platform. Yeah, which is what happens. Which, yeah, good old Russell Dickerson. Never heard of. I'm not sure who that is. You know, I would have flipped... If it was Sam Hunt. You would. <laughs> Shout out. Sam Shout Hunt. Out. Hashtag Sam Hunt. <laughs> Hashtag Sam Hunt. <laughs> I expected more from their country stars than Russell Dickerson. Yeah. Nothing against the guy. I just haven't ever heard of him. Right. But when you've got like really cool people that have been on the this season so far, celebrity wise. You had Ashton Kutcher and Russell Yeah, maybe Dickerson. not cool, but like... Uh, like big Famous. big names Famous. yeah like i'm not talking garth brooks gonna show up on the episode okay. but i think i don't know i don't think it's too much to ask for sam hunt to show up on the episode i don't think so <laughs> take note take note producers big sam hunt so it seemed like they had a good time on the platform though mm-hmm. um with all the phones just taking video yeah, of people them. were just standing around videoing not, them and not watching the concert that was going on just watching no. those two yeah well because they didn't know who russell dickerson was <laughs> yeah i was i admired how many different types of dancing i saw them do on the platform um they were like jumping they were did some spins they did, they did the arm swaying what'd you say uh i saw the stand behind and dance with oh the yeah girl in front yep that one's very romantic yeah, because that's the one where you can like kind of grind on her. Just a little bit though, not too much. <laughs> and and kissing all yeah. of the just a variety of of actions. I also noted that during that concert, the bassist had the best mustache. It was super skeevy looking. <laughs> I kept thinking that Russell Dickerson looked like he needed some sort of facial hair. Yeah, there's something about he his very face. Plain. He should, He's he... very plain, right? Because he had like a plain T-shirt on. Yeah, he just his face just it looked. It looked like it could use an accent. Maybe like a soul patch? I'm not sure. He should experiment. (laughs) Take note, Russell Dickerson. (laughs) Or stylist of Russell Dickerson. Then we have the big group date. We're going to a boat. And they say, someone says, maybe Rachel says that she hopes that they can leave the drama behind. And I wrote, not likely. (laughs) Like, why would you expect that to happen? Right. 
So you're going to have a ton of guys day drinking. To be fair, though, on the boat, they were pretty okay. Mm. It was better than what happened tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Right. There wasn't like drama, but you could tell that people were intoxicated. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I noted that there we saw a dolphin, but again, no copper. <laughs> the dolphin did have a little bum fin, though. Oh. No, that's not true. <laughs> Just wanted you yeah, to a, like it a more. glittery cast. <laughs> so yeah, I wrote down heavy day drinking. Um, Jonathan awkwardly danced, and they went go tickle, go, go tickle. tickle, go tickle. <laughs> I wrote that Josiah was really feeling himself. Oh, he was just like really into himself, and <laughs> he did thirty push-ups with Rachel on his back, but didn't. He did twenty. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm getting that rose," and I don't know. It just doesn't seem like. That lines up with what girls want. He, again, I think he's just trying to win. He's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Yeah, but what are you winning? The rose. The rose. <laughs> uh, Peter, Peter plays Titanic. Yeah. I noted that he had all of his clothes on still mm-hmm. while he played Titanic with yeah. her. That was cute. Kenny starts rapping. Peter then raps. Which I think was funnier because he's, you know... Not a great rapper. Oh, definitely not. No, but that's one of those things where, like, he wasn't... He's trying to win, but win Rachel. Not, like, win the popularity contest of the day. Yeah, and he's trying to, like, do something to make a connection with her. Right. Which is what that did. The push-up contest was more about... The guys. Josiah than it was about Rachel. Yeah. Then we dock... And we go to Chris Harrison at some sort of communist podium. <laughs> it's like red with yellow stars on it. <laughs> Surrounded by moms, maybe yeah. old ladies for the spelling bee. <laughs> the guys all look really nervous for the yeah, spelling bee. They're all like they drunk. Can't, yeah. And they can't hide. But you're right. No better way to go into a spelling bee than drunk. <laughs> That's what all those kids are doing wrong. <laughs> Um, I was really at this point. I was really, really hoping that Iggy would explain the rules to a spelling bee. <laughs> no, instead he spells fantastically wrong before he even is on in the spelling bee. Yeah. Oh. One L. Then it didn't bode well for him. It did not. What was his word? Mm, Iggy Bodor. What? <laughs> Bodor. Do you mean Boudoir. Boudoir. Bud- we're leaving that in. <laughs> oh. He spelled it like Bordeaux. That's yeah. I got confused because of that, and I couldn't read my. You didn't say that either, though. I couldn't read my handwriting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Rachel says that intelligence is sexy. So naturally, you're going to get drunk on a boat and go spell some words. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted that it was going to be some sort of sexy strip set spelling bee i mean it started off pretty sexy it, but it, yeah they just went with sexy words like squirt like squirt and passion caress and, caress. and then schmuck and schmuck <laughs> and it got less sexy yeah so did Ken- kenny got out first with champagne mm-hmm. he knew the gn thing at the end he just flipped him i think he was just a, l- a little drunk a little bit too drunk for <laughs> champagne then we got Boudoir Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Peter gets out on coitus. <laughs> he spells with a Q. Q-U-O. Poor Peter. I thought that he was going to get that. Yeah. 
Then Josiah gets stunning and he asks if he can use it in a sentence. Mm-hmm. He was being real smooth. Yeah. But again, it was bullshit though. Cause he got the word stunning. Stunning. <laughs> like who's going to spell that wrong? It might've been his first word though. And the first words might yeah, have been easier. They might've edited it. Edited it. Edited it out. I think it would have been funny if he was, if he'd been like, oh, R-A-C-H-E-L. <laughs> that's what I would have probably done. That's the way to go down. Oh, that's good. See? Anthony got boutonniere. Spelled it wrong. Yeah. Josiah gets polyamorous. And he spells that right. Yeah. He takes a long time with it. He takes a long time. He gets the trophy and he kind of makes out with the trophy. Yeah, I think that Rachel didn't seem super impressed that he won, and he started making out with the trophy because he didn't get any kisses from her. Yeah, have you noticed that in these little competition things, like, there's not actually a prize? Like, in other seasons, you would get, like, some extra time with the person, mm-hmm. or you'd get to sit in a hot tub with the person, or... Yeah, I just don't think she wants to spend time with the people that are winning Yeah. <laughs> Cut to the night portion of the date. Josiah still has his trophy and is drinking out of it. And he says that if he gets the group date tonight, then he will be in the final two. He's calling it right now. He is certain. Didn't get the group date, Rose, so. Well, has anyone gotten the group date, Rose, yet? Oh, wait, are we still He still could get it. Holy crap, we're still on the group date. Oh, yeah, we're not even in the Rose, or in the the cocktail party. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about that. Pretty soon we're going to be, um... Wait, so this date is still going to go with Jack Stone getting... His one on one, yeah. Wow. Well, it's two episodes next week. Oh, so. that's true. It's a big commitment, but we're gonna do it. I know. Whew. P- Peter gets some time with her, and uh, had... I love this. Oh, this. I think this is one of the better conversations that has. Happened. I just love them together. Like he he gets her a drink. They sit on the couch mm-hmm. in the little wine room, the wine cellar downstairs. It's re- it's a really romantic setting, and. Yeah, she was she was just having like a really good time with him and saying how much, like the the biggest surprise of her, the day that she had was his freestyle and how great that was. Yep. Then they started talking about like if they're barefoot or sock kind of people, and I thought that was interesting because I'm also a barefoot kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> I usually take my shoes off when I go into houses, even if it's not like a even if it's not sh- one of those houses. Yeah, like your mom's house. <laughs> well, that's else, true. You everybody do. else has their shoes on. I have mine off because it's so much more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, our house, we're a shoes off house. Yeah, don't bring your crummy, filthy you shoes can, in here. You can wear socks if you want. Oh, I don't need to, though. Then I can't spread I know. my well, toes you, out. Right. Yeah, that's fine. I think I'm usually cold. Not right now. <laughs> it is so, so hot, hot. In this world. <laughs> So they, yeah, so they talk about barefoot to socks, and then they move into talk, to talking about whether or not they would move. Which Again. Is... They've already had this conversation. Yeah. I think it's good that they're comfortable about having conversations like that, though. Yeah, but the same one? <laughs> like, <laughs> did they forget? <laughs> yes, but no, it's good to kind of reaffirm and maybe go into more details. Like, she said that she's licensed to practice in Wisconsin. So that's a, possibility. a fun new fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then they kiss. And I loved this kiss. Because so they're sitting there and they have like a little coffee table and Peter has one foot up on the coffee table so you can see like his cool sock and they're kissing and I don't know, it was just like an interesting kind of, it looked staged. It looked like it could be. <laughs> like they had started kissing the producers like, hey, could I actually could you have like you. like turn this way a little yeah, bit? Yeah, we need to see both of you a little bit better yeah. and get your leg up. But I think that it was just natural because they're just like that. <laughs> they're so good together. <laughs> 
Is Peter your favorite? I don't know. We'll we'll reassess at the rose ceremony okay. next week. Okay. I really like Peter. I don't know if he's actually going to win. I think that based on the conversations we've had, or we've seen them have, that he is definitely in that top tier with Dean. I think he's going to the fantasy suites. Mm. And I hope they sneak a camera in there. No, I'm just kidding. No, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Sorry, I'm just trying to just trying to liven keep things light, up. Keep it lighthearted. Keep the, keep the podcast moving along. <laughs> and then we got a little bit of a dose of sexism. Yeah, why? Just slip it right in. Oh, she looks so great and beautiful today. Oh, every time we see her, she's got a different kind of dress. And, I mean, I can't even... Uh, sometimes I forget she's a successful attorney because, you know, you can't be pretty, pretty and smart. successful. Oh, God. Yeah. At least it was only a tiny bit still in there yeah i rolled my eyes pretty hard at that (laughs) she talks to eric and they got they were really cozy but in a different way like rachel had her arm around him yeah i think she's really attracted to him yeah in the same like in the opposite way that most people are with her like most people kind of like hang on her a lot and like you said she was kind of on him yeah which was interesting like you are on me right now and it's too hot for you to be touching me okay They talk about what their average day is like, because Rachel said that she wanted to show him that she's not always something. I'm guessing it's like, I think that he probably hasn't responded well to the like basketball, to the mud wrestling and that kind of stuff. Like, I think that he's more of a serious guy Mm -hmm. and hasn't really had those opportunities to do like, for instance, a spelling bee in front of her. Well, you know, these like average day kind of activities. <laughs> yeah, so that's when they talk about the stress cleaning. And then he said, I also like to clean and I also like hugs. Can I have a hug? Yeah. <laughs> and then he like turns it into a kissing thing. Meanwhile, Kenny is looking at the rose as life or death. Yeah. What? Why are you so amped up, Kenny? Like, I really want, I really like Kenny. <laughs> But, like, he's saying weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> Josiah starts sponging off his crotch. I don't know what was going on well, there. Well, he got was... some, like, condensation on there. I think he might have spilled on himself a little bit. It was right after Kenny was like, oh, yeah, you guys are keeping it all classy and everything. <laughs> yeah. And Goes over, he's dabbing himself. Crotch dabs. And the camera just zoomed right into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then Iggy has his time to talk to Rachel, and he calls her sweetie, which, I don't know, kind of gave me the creeps for some reason. Yeah, it, it does not seem like they're in a relationship. No, he's definitely friend zone. And he says that he's really protective of her and he doesn't know, you know, he's really surprised by that. And I'm just like, Iggy, let's get real. Like, you're probably like that with every girl. I don't know. I can't see him in any sort of romantic way. <laughs> so Rachel starts to talk to him about the drama from the previous week, which he uses as a jumping off point to start talking about Josiah. Yep. Which is like, what? Where did that even come from? It just, it seemed like he, he went into that conversation knowing that he wanted to talk about Josiah. Right. So he kind of made it happen. Even the, Yeah, because Josiah was rubbing him the wrong way. Yeah. But well, I don't know. Iggy just needs, I wrote down, is Iggy a matchmaker or a boyfriend? Like, <laughs> what are you here for? Because it seems like he just wants to gossip and... Well, this is kind of why I was saying before that he's kind of being her spirit guide and priming all the guys and everything to try to like get find the best match for her even if it's not him yeah 
Because it's definitely not him. It's for sure not him. <laughs> but I guess he's like a safe person to keep around. Yeah, I think what keeps happening is he isn't caught. Well, he is causing He is causing problems. problems. Yeah. But he's not being super confrontational and being in shouting matches when she's around so she doesn't see it. Yeah. So then Iggy immediately goes to Josiah <laughs> and tells him that he just talked to Rachel about him. And Josiah gets upset about that. Yeah. Understandably? Absolutely. Like, he did it last week, and everybody saw a problem with it, and then he comes back and does it again the next week. Yeah. And Eric, I thought, did a really good job of pointing out. He's like, you're part of the problem, and when you put that feeling out there, like, Rachel's feeling it, we're feeling it. He points to Matt and Brian, who haven't (laughs) talked to Rachel yet, who are just, like, dejected, sitting on the couch. He's like, she's going to feel it when she talks to them. And so, yeah, it it totally makes sense that he's just kind of, like, poisoning the atmosphere. Like, it doesn't need to be said. Mm -hmm. Like, let Rachel make her own decisions about who she likes yeah like she'll figure it out she's a smart lady i really like josiah's impression of iggy i think he did a really good job at that (laughs) he did he he did that and then yeah like and then josiah and eric and somebody else are talking like in another room i think it was anthony and they're just like yeah iggy thinks that if he goes and talks shit to somebody about somebody that it's totally fine for him to come back and just like tell you that it happened and that just smooths everything over. Right. It's like when people say no offense and then they say something offensive. Like it doesn't work like that. Sure. Like you can't just cancel out what you're saying. Rachel talks to Lee and she asks him about Kenny and about what happened the last week. And Lee says that he was aggressive and yelled at him mm-hmm. and just yelled at him for a half hour. And plays super victim, like he didn't do anything wrong, and it was all unwarranted. Right. Meanwhile, like, we saw Lee saying, like, he loves to just smile at angry men and watch them get angrier. Yep. And, yeah, I hate him so much. <laughs> and then it, and then it, Kenny gets some time to talk to her, and he goes into it really optimistic, like... Yeah. He said he, he's built such a good friendship with her, and now he's ready to take to the next level, and have a relationship with her which i think is a really obviously a really good way to start a relationship with someone is to be friends with them to some extent you know i think that that's how kenny has to be too like being a dad i think like he doesn't he probably doesn't just jump into he doesn't jump in with the passion because he has a daughter yeah or he does it in secret secret passion secret secret passion (laughs) then he raps to her and you know but then Rachel wants to keep it 100. Yeah. So she brings up the last rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rachel says she doesn't know him like that. And I think it's partially because like he's been very sweet with her. And that's not what Lee was saying. Well, or yeah, it doesn't vibe with hearing him yelling at somebody. Sure. So I thought that he handled it really well. I mean, he owned up to it. Like, Rachel said, like, do you think that this was an appropriate response? And oh. he says no. Like, he owned up to his mistake and that he got baited and he wishes that he had acted differently. Yep, and he was ashamed of himself. Yep. And that, and Rachel's like, well, why would Lee be saying this week that, you know, things are still a problem? Mm-hmm. And he says that, you know, Lee doesn't, maybe Lee doesn't always speak the truth. Yeah. And then, so at the end... Kenny's left feeling pretty upset that he just spent his entire time 
talking to Rachel, kind of defending himself against being like a scary, aggressive guy. Yeah. Um, which you can like he you could tell it like really weighed on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's probably some kind of thing that he's had to deal with a lot because he is a big guy. He's mm-hmm. a wrestler. So I think like, I don't know, I feel like people could like get that. Yep, and and, just, or assume that and yeah. like he probably just has to deal with it a lot and that's exhausting and not fair yep and especially with shitbags like lee doing their things that they're doing yeah and he calls lee an alternative facts piece of garbage and i thought that that was just like the perfect yep. thing to say about him yep it that's just, exactly it what he everything. is yeah. yeah and i feel like you could just like label him that and then throw him away yeah done yep and i'm hoping that happens I really hope it happens. I just, I don't think it's going to. And I don't know how much I really want to have to see it. I'm here for love. I don't want to talk about Lee forever, but there was one other thing that annoyed the crap out of me. Um, So he was, he was talking to, I think, Peter and Alex and he was just like, well, I could say some things about you guys that I don't like, Yeah, but I'm not going to like, come the fuck on right and then he was like oh you know i love you guys there's nothing wrong with you guys and they're just like looking at him like shut the fuck up dude and like neither of them want to be around him no and they're they're doing a great job of staying out of any sort of drama yep which i think i think is a good place to take this is like i really hope that that starts happening more um with him at least you know with lee at least like people just kind of stay away from him because it's just it's so draining yeah yeah it's like i was trying to like i feel like every season they try to make a villain that's like a thing but there's different types of villains and we didn't watch jojo's season so i know that there was like some guy that was really he was the big villain Mm -hmm. um and we missed out on paradise with him as well i guess but like corinne as a villain is just such a different type of thing Sure. Then Lee is a villain. Yeah. Like, I don't mind seeing Corinne again somewhere else. But, like, I never want to see Lee again. Right. You know, and if he shows up on some other show. It just makes me boil. (laughs) Yeah. It just makes me not want to watch it. Yeah. I don't know. We have enough villains. Mm -hmm. We need more silliness. Enough, like, vicious villains. Yeah. Like, that are just trying to do things to be assholes. Reptilian pieces of garbage. Yeah. (laughs) So the episode ends with Kenny taking Lee aside uh, to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and Will says that he's not getting involved unless there's it gets physical, but he's happy to watch, which I was like, eh, you could step up a little bit better than that, or yeah. I don't know. Um, and Adam is like, yeah, there's a fight that's going to happen, blood's going to get shed. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, maybe things were different feeling in the room there, or maybe because they've been drinking I just, or whatever. Yeah, but I think like, the drinking thing. But to me, it's just like, there's a, there's just certain dynamics that would be different if, or I think would be different if it was two white guys. Definitely. And I don't think that's fair. And I don't know. Yeah. Right. That just goes back to like, it seems like Kenny has been treated a certain way because he's like a, a black man that's like a big wrestler. Yeah. And... People just assume that he's like this intense, scary guy. And, and he's think, not. No. And I think that that just keeps playing into into this, which is 
making it not super fun to watch all the time. Yeah, or really to talk about. Yeah. So sorry, guys, if this episode was kind <laughs> of a downer. The show was a little bit. There were there were just weren't as many fun things happening. More copper next More week. Copper. For the <laughs> you're love rolling of your copper. eyes. You're not into copper. For the love of copper, just bring copper back. Copper zoo date. Bring copper to the zoo. What kind of animal do you think Copper would love to meet? All of them. All of them. Um, peacock. A fennec fox. Oh my gosh, I love fennec foxes. Big ears. Mm. Maybe yeah. they could like give him like a little snake, like <laughs> as a neck, like drape the snake around his neck, like a boa. Yeah, but like a friendly one. Oh yeah, not to like not... cause problems or anything. So they should do that. They could maybe they go to a botanical garden. They walk around. They look at flowers. Yeah, let's let's make let's make next week nice. Yeah, hashtag next week nice. Next week. <laughs> We're not good at Twitter, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you should still follow us if you want. We're gonna try. <laughs> We're gonna try to figure it out. All right. Cool. Well, until next week when we get to make two episodes. Woohoo! I'm Jake. I'm Sarah. And this is We Trust the Process. We Trust the Process. Although not as much this week. Oh, a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs>